Dive into fall with everything to power your big ideas during Dell's Labor Day event. Save up to $300 on select Dell XPS and Alienware systems powered by Intel Core processors. Save on top accessories like Dell monitors, docks, and other popular tech essentials. Limited quantity deals go live each weekday through September 8th with free shipping on everything. Call 800 by Dell for Labor Day event savings. That's 800 by Dell. Welcome to Zamora Presents the Natural Hair Chronicles. I am your host, Tanika Outerbridge, here to teach you about all things natural hair, braids, locks, and business. Uh, you can find me at Tanika Outerbridge on Instagram or at Zamora Natural Hair on Facebook and uh, YouTube. You can also find the live podcast on ZamoraNaturalHair.com. Just click listen and there you go. You can also find us on any app that has podcasts, most apps that have podcasts. Um, but welcome. I hope you guys are having a wonderful experience listening to the podcast. I'm really thankful for the listeners that we have. You guys are amazing. I've never met you, but you're amazing people just for listening. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, today's top today's topic is, you know, the strategies to become more assertive at work. So as you guys know, because, you know, you guys are natural hair stylists, business owners, enthusiasts, that, you know, sometimes it could be a little difficult being assertive and saying what you want and meaning it and standing by it and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to teach you guys, especially my new stylists, my students, for some reason you guys feel like because you're new, you should take nonsense from people or you should not voice your opinion. But that doesn't mean that you should not. You you still have to learn how to be assertive. And it is a skill. It's something you have to learn. You have to practice on it so that you can get better at it and get, you know, the things you want out of life because of it. It definitely gives you benefits at your job. When you um, become more assertive, you'll be better able to stand up for yourself. You'll become stronger communicator. Your confidence will grow. Others will tend to give you more respect and you'll get what you want more often. And I could attest to this. When I was in my 20s, before I opened my first business, I was really shy and I didn't say what I really wanted. And a couple of things would happen. I would end up missing out on something really good because I wouldn't even be assertive about things. If somebody offered me something, I would just be like, no, it's okay. No, when I really wanted it, it could be a gift. It could be money. It could be a trip or anything. And I would just say no and just not really say what I meant, which is so whack because I missed so many opportunities because of that. And, um, but when I had my son, when I opened my business, it became a no brainer that I needed to develop this skill really fast. Otherwise I was going to get run over 
by, you know, stylists that were older than me. I started my business at 24, 23, 24, somewhere around there. And I hired people who were in their 30s and 40s and they would try to run over me and bully me and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I had to learn really fast to stand up for myself and be assertive, mean what I say, say what I mean, and keep it moving. And it's not personal, it's business. It's all business. It's not personal. And so when you're talking about being assertive in general, it's about your self-confidence, about building your self-esteem, about growing in the industry. You can't be a top stylist and you're shy and you're quiet and you're just in the corner somewhere talking about, I wish, I wish, I wish. (laughs) No, you want to be the stylist that you want to be. You got to be assertive and you got to let people know who you are, what you stand for, what you don't stand for. And that's that. And, you know, it takes some time. It's not easy. I had to develop this skill. And when I developed it, I mastered it. And you can too. You can definitely do that. And there's definitely a difference between assertiveness and aggression, right? Assertiveness is more about stating what you want or you need, but still being considerate of the wants and needs of others. Being aggressive is more about what you want, regardless of how anyone else feels. Those who are aggressive are often described as being pushy or as a bully or something that you would not aspire towards. And, you know, Random fact is people call me a bully. (laughs) So I have a bit of aggression and assertiveness going on. (laughs) And my bulliness is not intentional. It is my love for people and wanting them to be better and do better. And so it ends up being really pushy. And really bully-like, um, even to this day, somebody just called me a bully not too long ago. And it is what it is. I work on myself every day. I work on to get better and to be less bully-ish. But, you know, what I can say, and this is going to sound probably um, really harsh, but everybody that's around me know they they cannot get over on me they know that if they needed something done they would call me i'm the person family and friends call when they want to get something done you know t can you call this person t can you talk to this person and so you know i i'm okay with being a bully because i know those same people who call me a bully are the same people who call me to get things done for them Um, I'm not disrespectful. I'm not, uh, mean or anything like that. I just have a passion for people and a passion for people to want to improve. And that passion translates into bullying. Um, so that's, that's my confession. Um, and I wasn't always like that. Like I said, I used to be shy and quiet. And then I learned in order to get things, I had to be a certain way to get things done, to get the things I wanted out of life. Um, if you practice these techniques that I'm going to give you, you'll become more assertive at work. And you know, in the salon environment, depending on where you're at will depend on how how assertive you need to be. There are some salons where stylists just run all over people. They take your stuff, you know, they talk about you, 
all kinds of stuff. And you need to set the boundaries as soon as you get in that new salon, as soon as you get in that new setting. Because if you don't set it when you first get there, what happens is, is you already created this persona. You meek, you're shy, you're quiet, you, you don't say anything. And it'll be hard for people to respect you after that. Even if you try to switch it up, I would almost say, you know what? You could try it while you're there. If you've been there for a few years, uh, I would just try to find another salon and then establish your new persona there. Like it's like almost, you know, killing the old self, re, re, rebirthing a new self in a new environment where people don't know you and they don't judge you. And they say, oh, you know, you're shy. You don't really care. And you're like, no. I'm not shy anymore. I'm being assertive. Respect me. Love me. Listen to me, please. You know, and if you're not, if you're not, sometimes you end up losing out on your pay, losing out on hours, losing out on friendships because you're not clear about the things that you want or you don't want in your existence. It's just that simple. Recognizing your own value is so important. Like, value yourself. When you value yourself, people value you. They, they, they will follow your lead. You know, the first step is getting others to recognize your value is to acknowledge yourself. Like when they see you, you know, valuing yourself, they value you. When people meet me, they know to give me respect right off the top because of how I come across. And you want that, you want that persona. And I'm not saying, cause sometimes my persona can be too harsh from certain people. They're like, yo, back it, stop. No. And that's fine. Some people are going to like you. Some people are not going to like you. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just remember, you are always worthy of the best that life has to offer. As long as you live in your best life and you're doing good and you're doing positive things in the world, it's okay if people like you or don't like you, don't like the way you talk, you like the way you talk, you know, you can't switch up yourself for other people. Switch up yourself for yourself, like do what you want to do to get to where you want to get to. Uh, Your body language, this is a big one for me. Uh, the people who are around me, sit up straight, stand tall, stop fidgeting, stop, you know, biting your nails, all that kind of stuff. You know, it, it, looking down to the ground, those are signs of insecurity and lower self-esteem. So making sure that you, you sit up tall, you know, your shoulders are back, your head is straight. You know, even as you're standing, you're sitting, your back should be tall, your shoulders should be back, and you demand respect just off of your body language, off of your posture. You know, it makes a difference. You know, like they say, you know, a good handshake tells you who that person is. A strong handshake means that you're confident and strong. And a soft, light handshake means you're weak and meek. There's so much truth in all of this. So be mindful as of this as you are moving forward in the workplace. You know, greeting others, going into the salon and saying hello to people. This is something you guys, my younger generation... Y'all don't do this. Y'all walk into a whole establishment and you don't even say hello to anyone, not even your customers. You got to say hello to people. It don't take much to just look up, look up at people and say, hey, hi, 
Good morning. How are you? How's life? The day is good. You know, what's your name? Sally? Sally, my name is Tanika. Good to meet you. That's just a nice greeting for your clients that you should be saying to every client. You should know every client's name. They should know your name right off the top. The first visit, they should know everything. You guys just start working on clients and you don't even get to know them. Don't even look them in their face when you first greet them, when you come in. And you want, you want that to happen. You want to greet other stylists. You want to greet your managers. You want to greet people all the time. It is an, an assertive move. It means respect me. I respect you. Let's get it going. Little things. It's the little things in life, you know, and, and it, it just helps you propel your career and your life in this magical way. That's not so magical. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be making sense or not, y'all. <laughs> um, create boundaries and enforce them. Treat, teach others how to treat you. And you deserve to be treated with dignity and respect. When, you know, you're a new stylist and you go into a salon, it's so easy for people to treat you like you don't deserve the respect, like you don't deserve dignity because you're new, because you don't know how you're not the best braider, that you don't deserve respect. But that's not a fact. You deserve respect whether you know how to braid or not, whether you know how to run a business or not. So don't sell yourself this lie that you have to you know, be shy, be meek, let people run over you because you're new. <clears throat> That's a lie. It's a lie your mind is telling you and you need to tell your mind, stop playing. I deserve respect. I deserve dignity. I deserve to get the things I want. And you do that by te- teaching people how to treat you. And how you do that is you greet them you acknowledge them. Sometimes you have to state rules, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Depending on the person, depending on how they come at you, they come out you for um, out of pocket. Then you got to be like, eh, stop it. No, we're not doing that. Negative yet. Um, if you want to start getting practice on how to be assertive, volunteer to lead on a project. And this is something I learned in going to college. And I went to college late in life and it taught me some new skills. And because they would give us these group projects and automatically I would end up being the leader because of my persona, how I come off. Right. And but what people don't know is I was still kind of, you know, nervous about leading and this is after the first salon and all of that, still kind of nervous about leading in groups. And, you know, maybe I don't know as much as I should know going into a college setting with all the 20 something year olds, you know, can be intimidating. But being in a, in a lead on a project, it allows you to be assertive because you have to give people tasks. You have to say yes or no to certain things. You have to, you know, make sure that you have everything in order. Cause at this point, your grade is on the line. So it could be a project, you know, maybe a volunteer project that you've created 
or volunteer a project in school or maybe something at the salon. You can create an event and bring it to the manager and say, hey, I want to lead this project as a group thing. <clears throat> and it will help you learn how to be a better leader uh, right off the top. You know, it, it, it will just it will help you, you know, lead by example. It'll help you avoid asking others to do things that you would not do because you are in the group too. You're part of the group. You're doing what they're doing. Uh, match up tasks to each person's strength. So it also teaches you how to manage people. This is a good, this is something good to do if you plan on opening your own salon and you want to see if you can manage people. You can see if you can be assertive enough and and be able to get people to do the things that you want them to do. Uh, you, you can, it will, encouraging people, um, being kind to people, being grateful to them. This is all part of working in a group and on a group project. Complimenting people. You, when you're in a group, you have to come out of yourself and respect them. And what happens is they end up respecting you and loving you because you notice some great positive um, aspect that they brought to the table. You know, give and you shall receive. They will respect you and they will um, honor you for that. You know, sharing the credit of the group and letting them know that you 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 see what they've done. I, I see you did this great job and I respect you for that. And thank you. I appreciate you. Um, another, another point is to sit at the front during meetings and speak up. If your salon has uh, staff meetings, definitely that's a moment for you to speak up and not sit on the sideline and act like, you don't know what's happening. That actually annoys me when people do that. And then after the meeting is over, they're on the sideline asking you all the questions you answered while you were there. Don't sit in the back. The back you can't hear. You can't pay attention. You want to be in the front. You want to be assertive. This is an assertive move. Sitting in the front is a move saying, I'm here, see me and respect me. So sitting in the front, is an is it's a chess move. If you ever go into a conference and you see people who sit in the front, those are normally people who ask all the questions and the people in the back don't ask no questions, very rarely. And so there there's something to be said about who's who and what's what and where they sit in a group setting. So sit in the front. Right now we're doing Zoom and Skype and stuff like that. You can't sit in the front, but what you can do is ask questions and get known. Right now I, I'm, I've got a mentor and we do these group sessions on zoom and you know, the mentor is, is actually less Brown, which is really cool. And it can be a little scary, you know, asking questions to the less Brown, right? But you got to do it. You got to do it. So if you're talking to somebody that's high ranking and makes you nervous, it doesn't matter. Ask your questions and you get seen. And when you get seen, you get respected. When you don't say anything and you sit on the sideline and you stay quiet and meek, you don't get respected. It, it, it's, 
it's amazing how life works and how you can control how people see you by your behavior. Like that's just so amazing to me that if you participate in meetings, when someone is thinking of something else, they will actually remember you. I got another project and I want this person to work on that project. Let's call so-and-so. Let's call Sally. Sally is the one that, you know, she was asking all those questions and she's so smart and she's so assertive. I think she'll be a good lead on this project. This is how we get, you know, good deals and things like that. And don't think because you were salon or you a stylist that works for yourself that you don't have to abide by these rules. You never know who your client is and, you know, who she works for and what kind of hookup she can give you. So you want to make sure you use this all across the board, personal, business, you know, however it works for you, use these skills to build yourself up. Sometimes people don't speak up about how owners are treating them in the salon. If you don't say anything, first of all, how do they even know they're doing something wrong, right? Some people don't know. So what you have to do is say something, say something. See something, say something, see something, say something, say something, you know, and don't let people treat you any kind of way. If you want to need something, ask for it. This is, I talk about this a lot, how my newbies, they don't ask for stuff. They don't speak up. You got to speak up. You got to ask for it. You need something, ask for it. Ask for it. The worst somebody can say is no, <laughs> That's the worst people could say is no. Who cares? No. Okay. I move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. You're going to get a lot of no's in this life. So don't worry about the no's, you know, ask for it, speak confidently and let others know what you want or need and how they can help you. You never know if someone is offering to fund your business or something, say something, Say, I need, I need investors, a post. I need help in building my business. I need help in, you know, financial skills. I need to build my financial skills. I need help on building my technical skills. Say something and let people know what you need. They can help you or they can't help you. It's one of two things. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Uh, offering your opinions and ideas and solutions. And of course, this comes back to not being meek on the sidelines, not being quiet on the sidelines, but saying something when you hear something. Sometimes when I'm out, I could be at the bar and I hear somebody in conversation, I bud right in. They didn't ask me a gosh darn word. <laughs> they didn't ask me nothing. I just butt in. I just offer my ideas and my solutions. And that's that. And they could either say, you know, mm, well, they won't say it. They usually give you a look, like mind your business or thank you. And it's all good. It's it's not personal. I was not minding my business. I was minding theirs. So, you know, learning to speak up is is so important in offering your opinions and ideas. And you can start at home. Like if you really struggle with this, start at home, you know, with your man or with your kids. Some people can't even speak up to their kids. That's a problem. <laughs> but if you one of those people, start with your kids, then work up to your man, and then maybe your mama, then your daddy, and then work. 
you know, baby steps. Just take baby steps and start using the phrases I want, I feel, I think. So people understand that it is about you. Your statement that you're making is about you. I want to work full time at the salon, but you only give me part time hours. I feel like you're not paying me enough. I feel like you're not paying me enough. Excuse me. I think that the salon should run certain promotions so that we can get more customers. That's it. And the owner is either going to say yay or nay. And that's it. And you keep doing that. Even if they say no, whenever something comes to mind, just keep offering your solutions, your ideas so that you can grow as a person and learn to be assertive. And you'll, you'll have that trait in you. Like it'll be ingrained in you, um, over time. And it takes time. Like everything, building skills, build, building business skills and personality skills. It takes time time. So give yourself some patience and, you know, write it down what you're going to do, how you're going to work this so that you can build up to what you want to be. Learning how to say no. I say this all the time. Like you guys say no. And, you know, one of the things that I used to start off saying because I couldn't say no was let me think about it. And eventually, let me think about it turned into, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. You know how many people come at me to purchase something in direct selling? A lot. And learning how to say no to those things has been a skill because I can't buy every single thing. I can't buy into everything. And so you have to learn how to say no. Otherwise, you'll be spending a lot of money. People are taking advantage of you. And, you know, what? It's not worth it. And then you're just unhappy, miserable, complaining, carrying on. And what the what? No, we're not doing that. 2021, we're not doing that. We're not doing no complaining. We're moving forward. We're growing. We're enriching our lives. We're reading. We're practicing. We're building. That's what we're doing. 2021. 2020 is behind us. It's over. It's done. There's nothing we can do about that. But what we can do is about moving forward. It's about growing, learning, and, you know, getting wealthy, wealthy in the soul, wealthy in the mind, wealthy in business, and, you know, building something amazing for future generations for your family. Learning how to help others. Helping others is a great way to also um, come out of yourself. You know, come out of yourself, but it's about building yourself. And it helps people know who you are when you volunteer and when you help others. I volunteered um, so, so many times. Um, That's my whole name of my game. You know, not doing things just for money, doing things because it's what I love. I've gone into elementary schools and volunteered, high schools and volunteered. I've brought people in and, you know, didn't charge them for things. This is part of the game. This is what makes you a leader, being able to give back and, you know, not expecting anything forward, but it does something to your soul. And it also does something to the other person's soul, contributing to people is is a game changer. 
in life, just giving back, giving back, honoring God. Those are game changers. That's the secret. Being grateful and giving back. That is the secret. How about that? Teaching others can help them. This helps you gain respect from your peers. You tell people you volunteering and you're doing something you do. Maybe, you know, underprivileged children's hair on a Tuesday and, you know, gosh, you know, the news crew will be there for you. (laughs) You know, when you start volunteering, just things come to you. Yeah. Being more assertive at work will make your job so much easier. If you practice these strategies each day, like each day, make it a part of your daily practice, you will soon notice how much easier it is to speak up and get more of what you want more often. That's all it takes. Practice every single day, just being this new person, this different person that you see yourself being. Just do it. It's that simple. Peace. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.